WUSC is in the midst of our crowdfunding campaign. You can donate by clicking on our donation tab at wusc.sc.edu. From there, you will be redirected to our crowdfunding site where you can learn about our organization, our goals, and choose your own donation level. Oh, yeah. Each level of donation has corresponding donor prizes, but only while supplies last. So make sure you come and donate fast. Yeah, we're bad at rapping. Just someone, please, please stop us. But also donate, please. Thank you. We appreciate all of you out there. Yeah, WUSC says we love you. Friday, November 9th, 2018. Can you believe it's already November? I know I can't. Make sure you stay tuned throughout the whole show because we have lots and lots of exciting things happening this week. But first, let's get started with some boring weather. I know, it's awful. So right now, out my window, it's really dark and rainy and it's super cold outside and unfortunately, that's our weekend. But don't despair. It's fallish winter, so you can pull out all those fun scars and hats. I know I did. Wearing plaid and boots right now. It's a great time. Anyways, to stay tuned with the rest of the show, we have Off Off Broadway coming. We are going to be talking about the Free Times music crawl. Make sure you stay tuned for all of that and more when we return. Most of my family, they never graduated high school, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I see the future is really bright for me. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. All right, we're back, and we have a special guest with us. Today we have a group from USC's own Off Off Broadway. Hi, how y'all doing? Good, how are you? All right, so y'all want to start by introducing yourselves? Hi, I'm Jordan Christian Thomas, and I'm the public relations officer of Off Off Broadway, and in the show I played the role of the president. I'm Tyler Quell, I'm the writer and composer of the show, and I'm an ensemble member in the show. I'm Thomas Poteet, I'm the treasurer of the organization, and I play the dropout in the show. Okay, so I guess the first thing we should talk about is what is y'all's upcoming show? So the title of our upcoming show is The Restaurant, Millennial Commentary on Middle America, and essentially the plot revolves around this chain restaurant where every so often the corporation that owns the restaurant will have a conference and at the conference representatives from across the nation get the chance to have their voices heard by the corporation and the show is about this allegory of the election and it's intentionally obvious um, in terms of how on the nose the allegory is because the actual show focuses on the events that surround the election and the aftermath of it. Okay, so the when is the show shows next weekend? What times are what times and where can they see you guys next weekend? Um, the shows are from seven p.m. to nine p.m. on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, and then from two p.m. to four p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. 
and it's at Benson Theater across from Bates West. Um, the address is 226 Bull Street. And it's free. Yes, it's free. Always a <laughs> bonus, right? Okay, so I guess we should talk about, um, so y'all wrote, you wrote the, the show. Mm-hmm. How was that, do you, what made you decide to just, I'm going to write a musical? Yeah, so off off Broadway every um, around April we'll have our elections for the following year. So last April the position for writer was up because every fall we do a student written show, and usually the shows we t- we try to do are reviews where a student will write the script and the music will be taken from other sources such as other shows that have been performed, and they'll adapt the lyrics to fit their plot. And so last April I decided to run for the position of writer with the idea that I would write my own songs. And so this whole process began. We had our elections, and then essentially I was left with a summer to write this show. Did you, did you write by yourself? Did you, like, contact other people to be like, hey, I need help with this? How'd that go? Yeah, so I actually I had the benefit of being around other <laughs> previous writers from the organization. So I was in close contact with them. Uh, they sim- they since graduated, but they helped me really develop the plot outline I had in my head. They helped me make it. Um, adaptable to a stage. They made sure everything would translate well. Uh, I pitched ideas to them. They either shot them down or developed them or were like, yeah, that's a great idea. So they really helped me clean up the show and pitch it to um, Off Off Broadway, the organization. What gave you inspiration to write this this show? Anything particular, just events happening around the world, you into politics? Yeah, I've, I've always liked um, satires, so originally it was going to be a political satire because that's what's always that's what's been on our mind lately. And as I began to write it, um, it kind of departed from that satire nature. The satirical um, elements of the show kind of subsided. They're still present a little bit, and it became more of a commentary and just kind of a, a view into millennials and how we look at the situations we're in and how we... Um, adapt how we communicate with each other during these situations in the aftermath. So how has it been for y'all to to write or not to write but to work on performing this show that that your peers wrote? I don't know I I've had a blast doing it um Tyler wrote in a bunch of uh like kind of quippy lines and those are really fun to say um there's like fourth wall breaks and stuff like that so it's really (laughs) fun just um like figuring out how to present the characters as as we're given them and just to build them based off of like we're millennials and the character that I'm playing is a millennial so it's like okay cool I just gotta put a bit of myself into it and like the way I view things and influence the character that way I've had a blast with it do you feel like this production like y'all have taken a a different approach to performing or to to rehearsals or anything because it was student written as opposed to having to find something and then adjust to it yeah, it's definitely been a process. Um, there have been times where the music that I've written hasn't worked and we've had to adjust it. There have been times where the script, um, certain lines just don't sound good um, when they're translated to the stage. They sounded good in my head and then we say them in rehearsal <laughs> and we're just like, oh wow, that's not a good line. And so we, there have been a lot of adjustments we've had to made, uh, we've had to make and overall like the accumulation of all those adjustments have made it into a great show a lot better than it was three months ago which is crazy and I think that's kind of a testament to how unique it is that we're doing like a student written show because um, people have had to no one has a basis with which they can like act they're creating their own characters for the first time these characters have never been done before so it gives a lot of freedom 
and it's also a challenge and I think it's been a really unique experience definitely so what are rehearsals like for you guys you want to try that a little bit um so not everyone who joins our organization is there to sing act and dance so um one of the first things we do is um call certain people for certain rehearsals and we usually start with music rehearsals to lay a foundation for the show and then we move on to blocking and then once we get to our venue we really start working on set blocking dancing everything else um acting and then as we are in right now we have tech week and we really throw it all together and then we rehearse up to the show week and then show week we just put it on so it's a it's a pretty quick process we work around everyone's schedules um, to make sure everyone's available um, it's very touch and go so how do y'all let me start over how did y'all know that you wanted to do this is this something y'all have been doing since freshman year were you just like I want to be a student actor um, well, I've been acting since high school, and I really enjoy it, and uh, I wasn't planning on doing, like, a theater major when I got into college, and so I was like, hmm, so I'm going to be a STEM major, but uh, I really love acting, so what can I do about that? And so I think at orientation, there was a slide on the PowerPoint that they were showing that said off-off-Broadway, and I was like, hmm, musicals, I could get behind that. And so, yeah, starting uh, freshman year, I just went up to their table at the organ fair and I was like, hi, I'd like to join your organization. They're like, heck yeah, let's do that. So that's why I do musicals. I was in Mulan in sixth grade and I loved it. <laughs> why did you join Off Off though? I joined Off Off because I wanted another experience like Mulan. <laughs> um, I joined my sophomore year. I actually had a friend already in it and um, I did a lot of musical theater in high school and there's not a lot of opportunities to do musical theater that really works with the college student schedule besides this organization. So that was my main um, goal to join because I know that some of the theaters around here are more, um, what's the word? Rigorous? Like yeah, they're rigorous and more like accommodated to um, like working adults and not necessarily students. Okay, so Off Off Broadway is not one of the more well-known organizations on campus. So, what do people, what do you, what do y'all want people to know about your organization? Um, it's we're very adaptable. We're very flexible. We take anyone and everyone who's um, interested at all, and we have really a place for everyone as well. Like even if you don't have any interest in actually going on stage, we have something for you, and we are. We're also like, as a community, we are very accepting of each other. We, I don't think we've ever like had a problem where no one wants to befriend someone else. Like we all just jump in and become a family really quickly. That is awesome. Well, y'all need to keep in, uh, keep your ears plugged. Once again, this is going to have its debut next Thursday is opening night? Right. Next Thursday. So make sure that you go out, you support your fellow Gamecocks and all those on-campus orgs and the arts because the arts don't get enough credit for how hard y'all work in my personal humble opinion. Um, but I really like plays and musicals and so that's, that's kind of my jam. All right, well, we will be right back after this quick break. Looking for a job worth talking about? Teaching is creative, collaborative, and intellectually challenging. See why teachers have better work stories at teachdfw.org and learn more about becoming a teacher. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Okay, so if you can start by introducing yourself. 
Uh, my name is Jordan Lawrence. I'm the uh, arts and entertainment editor with the Free Times, and uh, we're bringing back the uh, Free Times Music Crawl, which was our longstanding music festival. Last time we had it was in 2012, so we're bringing it back on Saturday, November 10th with uh, 21 bands. So what is Music Crawl? Uh, music Crawl is a club-based music festival. We're using uh, four rooms in the Vista, Hunter Gatherer on Main Street, um, Art Bar, using both rooms inside there, Trust This Theater, and The Aristocrat. Um, and so it's... Uh, four or five bands in each location, all local, spanning all kinds of genres, hardcore, rock, hip-hop, R&B, just trying to give people kind of a, a primer to what's going on if they don't necessarily go out to local music a lot, or if they do go out to local music a lot, just a big celebration of some of the best that's going on. So why do y'all put on Music Crawl? Um, it's kind of, you know, a live and in-person affirmation of what we do week in and week out in the music editorial pages. Um, it features a lot of acts that we've written a good amount about um, and kind of, you know, putting our name behind them in, like I said, in a physical live environment so that it gives kind of easy access to kind of connect those dots for our readers, again, that maybe don't necessarily feel, that aren't part of the community that goes out to live music a lot. Is there sure. any particular reason why mm -hmm. Music Crawl went away and is now coming back? Because it seems like a pretty cool event to me. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, well, there's, there's, there are obviously a lot of factors in that. Um, the Music Crawl was kind of the baby of two people who are no longer at Free Times. Um, most prominently, music editor Patrick Wall, who had, uh, who's in charge of the music coverage before I did. I was here. And he left, and it kind of went away. The paper's been sold since then, which changed some things. And just, you know, it's, it's a newspaper in in 2018 we've been through a lot of ups and downs and changes but the short answer there is that events have become a big part of what free times does again um so we do things like the best of party and we just had a halloween event and obviously with doing that pretty obvious to bring back music crawl as it's kind of the the biggest most important and kind of one of the you know longer standing things that we do do you have any act specifically that you're really looking forward to going to go see Yes, I wish that I could go see some of these acts. <laughs> I'm very excited about, we got the live debut from Tyler Digital and Mario McLean, who are normally separate acts, but they put out a collaborative uh, album this year. Tyler Digital is a really great electronic musician, and Mario McLean's a really soulful R&B pop vocalist, and they put out this bridging kind of modern hip-hop R&B and Animal collective indie rock record this year called Pillars, and uh, they're going to play it live for the first time at Art Bar. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, Death Becomes Even the Maiden is playing their second show back since um, they quit after the previous music roll. They played one show back, but uh, they'll be back again. Really great uh, post-rock trio that um, was locally beloved back in their day. Um, I always love seeing Fat Rat the Czar one of our greatest rappers, kind of the scene leader of rap around here. Boo Hag's a great rock duo. Dear Blanca is one of our best rock bands. So, I mean, there's just, uh, there's just tons. But yeah. What goes into to making music? I'll start with, like, picking out the venues. What goes into that? Well, we decided to keep it Vista-based. It was Vista-based before. Um, so we sat down with a few different venues uh, Art Bar was pretty obvious because they're a linchpin um, live music venue around here. The Aristocrat um, used to be Kelly's, which was always a music crawl venue. Um, and uh, Hunter Gather 
my good buddy Alex Strickland. Um, he's the lead singer of Abacus and Bathe, who we had booked, but their drummer broke his uh, ankle, so we had to replace oh, them. No. Um, but he's been booking a lot of rock and specifically really great metal shows at Hunter Gatherer since he became the head chef. So wanted to include them. And I love the idea of having shows at Trustus Theater, which they used to do more. So I, I really wanted to do that. Yeah. So what goes into picking the bands? Yeah. Well, we, we br- brought together a committee. We had um, George Smith, your uh, music director, was uh, on that, along with uh, representatives from WXRY, um, the local blogs, CNSC, and But I'm Not a Critic, though, and um, Columbia Rules, which is Alex Strickland's booking you know, in- enterprise, and uh, Love, Peace, and Hip Hop, which puts on the annual um, Hip Hop Family Day on Main Street. Um, so we all sat down and kind of brainstormed on what, local bands we thought should be on it um i think a big emphasis this year was what bands in addition to what bands are current and should be on it now just based on like like tyler digital and mario mclean doing really great work right. now what bands would we have booked had be been around for the last like five years like right. if if that are still around so trying to mix some of that together and um so yeah we came up with a big list of names and uh i asked and most everybody said yes that's always a good thing when people respond. I know, isn't right? it? Yeah. So it's uh, $15 at the door, 10, uh, 12 in advance. Um, you can buy buy a, a wristband at any of the any of the clubs, and then you have access to all of them. Comet is running the Soda's Cap Connector, extending the hours, which they don't really ever do, so it's pretty cool. So you can park at any spot along the route and then ride it into the Vista. One of those is the South Carolina State Museum, which is pretty convenient. And uh, tickets are available at, uh, and you can also see the lineup at free-times.com slash music crawl. Do you have to be 21 to attend? Two of the venues, Hunter Gatherer and Trustus, are all ages. The other two are 21 and up. Um, if you want to learn more about the bands and, um, you know, kind of some of the thought process, processes we had and the themes running through it, uh, we have a big spread on the uh, on the music crawl itself in the free times. I would highly suggest also y'all go check out their website. I have scoured through it, full of great information and beautifully laid out as well, which very easy to use. So I can assume that we're going to be having this next year. That's the idea. Yeah. That's the idea. Continue forward. Uh, music crawl 2018 once again going to be happening this coming Saturday. You can check out uh, the free times for more information and we all hope to see you guys there i'll be right back today we decided to walk, walk to school the light counted 15 14 31 i mean 13 we took, took a, a left, left on, on carroll street. street danny's well, smart but he gets distracted i realized he forgot his homework i hope, I hope he doesn't have another bad day at school When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! If you are ever curious about what's happening at WUSC, you can, of course, go to our website, that is WUSC.FM. On there, there are tons of great tools, um, including our, our playlist, our songs, our music blog, and most importantly, our crowdfunding page. In case you don't know, this week is 
fundraising week and this month is fundraising month fundraising week just means that we're having some special events happening including a show one week from today on november 16th at hunter gatherer we are going to have a a show put on with after midnight and a few other bands it will start at 10 o'clock and then a percentage of that will come to wusc and in case you aren't able to go to the show you can always go to wusc.fm and click on that donate tab usc has to raise about fourteen thousand dollars a year which translates obviously into seven thousand dollars approximately a semester and we have about one week to raise all that money WUSC is a nonprofit, student-run educational station, which means that we rely on listeners like you, and we rely on the community to help support the station. Um, this money that you're donating goes not only to helping us keep up our licensing and uh, help with getting new equipment, but it also helps, a portion of it will go into an account that allows the executive staff to go on retreats. Um, to learn more about how to run our station more effectively. I was lucky enough to be able to go on this last uh, conference to Seattle where we uh, partnered up with other college radio stations from around the country to share ideas and learn how other stations are run and get more ideas for our stations that we can be as effective with communicating to the community and helping out the community as well as helping out our DJs here as humanly possible. It was a wonderful experience because of WUSC. I have been able to build my portfolio um, way more than I ever would have been able to just relying on class projects alone. I can't tell you what what this station means to me, honestly. It kind of makes me tear up a little bit just to think about the family and the community that I have built here. In case you don't know, WUSC was started in 1947 and has been running consecutively since then. Uh, we have original broadcasting and original programming that can't be found anywhere else. If you listen to WUSC regularly, you know that when you turn it on, you are not going to hear anything that you've heard before. It is always different, always new, always unique. And it is just such a wonderful in case you aren't sure how much you can contribute, which can be anywhere from, you know, a few dollars to a few thousand dollars if you really, really love us. WUSC does have suggested suggested amounts and uh, your contribution will also come with a donor prize. Right now, we're at a little bit over $1,100 towards our $7,000 goal that puts us at about 15%. And we really need your help to continue with this wonderful programming that you get. My show, the news, tons of other specialty shows, uh, including um, the Beatback Show, the Blue Moon Radio. There are sports uh, shows. We have a soundtrack show. In addition to all of our other wonderful free format shows. So once again, if you feel compelled and the need to donate, you can go to WUSC.FM and click on that donate tab. And of course, you can also go um, come to some of our events, such as the Hunter Gatherer Show, which will be happening on November 16th. We'll be right back after this short break. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that. So just a quick little national news here. Uh, don't worry, we won't get too political. Um, but in case you weren't for some reason aware, Election Day was Tuesday, November 6th, just a little bit back a ways. 
And we had some pretty amazing results. The Democrats won the House of Representatives with 35 seats. The Republicans won the Senate, increasing their majority. But even more than that, I, I think the thing that I really took away from this was all of the historic firsts that were made. And there were more historic firsts made than I will list here. But just a quick overview. Uh, the first Muslim woman was elected to Congress. The first Native American woman was elected to Congress. Uh, female, uh, the first female senator from Tennessee was elected. The first female senator from Arizona was elected. The first female congresswoman was elected in Texas. South Dakota got their first female governor. And the first openly gay man was elected to governor. And how awesome is that? All of that happened in one election. This election had a huge voter turnout, if you weren't aware, from waiting in lines for hours at, at the polls. Like, I know many people did. Luckily, I got in right at the lull, um, so that was nice. Uh, many states also voted on amendments with hot button issues. I know South Carolina had an amendment um, that was voted on for uh, electing the superintendent of, of schools. Um, there were votes in Alabama and West Virginia on abortion. Uh, election policies um, were voted on in Florida to restore uh, voting rights for felons after they complete their sentences. There were votes on crime in Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Nevada, North Carolina, and Oklahoma approving versions of Marcy's Law, which adds specific protections for victims of uh, crime to a state's constitution. Michigan okayed marijuana for voters over 21 um, can use it. And then minimum wage uh, was raised in Arkansas and Missouri. Uh, the new minimum wage in Arkansas is $11 and the new minimum wage in Missouri is $12. Lots and lots happened this election in case you weren't aware. Um, and that's my reporting on it. That's about all I'm going to say. As always, don't forget to listen to 90.5 Minutes of the News on WUSC-FM and HD1 Columbia. If you're in the Richland County, you can listen to us on 90.5 FM. You can listen to us on the web at WUSC.FM. And you can also listen to us on the Radio FX app, which is free to download for Apple and Android. Just make sure you search South Carolina.